Good morning and welcome to our service for this Sunday, the 25th of October, which is the 20th Sunday after Trinity. And this service comes from St Margaret's Church, Burnham Norton. After a musical introduction, our service will then begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Our prayer of preparation. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, The first commandment is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second is this, Love your neighbour as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven, and to bring us to eternal life. Let us confess our sins in penitence and in faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments, and to live in love and in peace with all. Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been. Help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, 
You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The first lesson is taken from Leviticus 19. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to all the congregation of the people of Israel, and say to them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. You shall not render an unjust judgment. You shall not be partial to the poor or defer to the great. With justice you shall judge your neighbour. You shall not go around as a slanderer among your people, and you shall not profit by the blood of your neighbour. I am the Lord. You shall not hate in your heart any one of your kin. You shall reprove your neighbour, or you will incur guilt yourself. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against any of the people, but you shall love the Lord as yourself. I am the Lord. Here ends the first lesson. The second lesson is taken from 1 Thessalonians 2. You yourselves know, brothers and sisters, that our coming to you was not in vain, but though we had already suffered and been shamefully maltreated at Philippi, as you know, we had courage in our God to declare to you the gospel of God in spite of great opposition. For our appeal does not spring from deceit or impure motives or trickery, but just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the message of the gospel, even so we speak, not to please mortals, but to please God who tests our hearts. As you know, and as God is our witness, we never came with words of flattery or with a pretext for greed, nor did we seek praise from mortals, whether from you or from others, though we might have made demands as apostles of Christ. But we were gentle among you, like a nurse tenderly caring for her own children. So deeply do we care for you, that we are determined to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, because you have become very dear to us. Here ends the second lesson. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. And our Gospel is taken from chapter 22, beginning at verse 34. When the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbour as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Now while the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them this question. What do you think of the Messiah? Whose son is he? They said to him, The son of David. He said to them, How is it then that David by the Spirit calls him Lord, saying, 
The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If David thus calls him Lord, how can he be his son? No one was able to give him an answer. Nor from that day did anyone dare to ask him any more questions. May I speak in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit? Amen. Knowing that I needed to talk to you about this passage from Leviticus, I set out on Monday morning to be holy. I sprang from my bed with holy intentions. I said to myself, yes, I will try to spend a holy day. By 7.35 a.m., that is, the enormous red digger that was there, right there against the garden fence, roaring and crushing great stones and boulders and being shouted at by the foreman of the site and disturbing my reflections was already causing me irritation. Moreover, it was a chilly day and the best place to sit was in the sun facing the monster leaving me the impossible choice of being either cold and irritated or deafened and irritated. All attempts at holiness had leached away, and my love for my neighbour, which now seemed to be nothing more than an ugly red digger, was non-existent. Yet Moses, when speaking to the congregation of Israel, the nation set apart by God as his special people, is told to tell them, you shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, is holy. Which begs the question, who shall we emulate? We hold, after all, an advantage over the Israelites of Moses' time, for we have Jesus Christ as our example, and we may, and I would argue we should, set our sights on him. Face though with inevitably falling short, what can we understand holiness to be? The book of Leviticus famously, famously tells us many things that holiness is not, of which only a tiny number are mentioned in this morning's reading. It is not judging unjustly. And we might say in the light of Jesus' teaching that it is not judging at all. You shall not hate your kin. And again, in view of what Jesus tells us, we shall not hate anyone at all, even our enemies. Emulating God, after all, Moses says, Be holy, for I am the Lord your God, seems too much for me. And I'm not sure that Jesus makes it easier. A priest friend of mine used to say, that they preferred to emulate Peter. At least Peter had made notable mistakes, and so there might be a sporting chance of success. I continue to say, nonetheless, that we should try to be like Jesus. After all, he came to show us the way. But then, what would it be like to try to be truly holy by being like Jesus? It seems... I have to first love myself. This, I can assure you, is not easy. For I know, or think I know, or think I might know, the terrible things in my heart. All the pent-up unholiness, past and present. It would seem much easier to love someone else. 
Francis, my children, you, of whom I know comparatively little. Still, there's a line from Plato to think about. He said, Is that which is holy loved by the gods? Or is it holy because it is loved by the gods? So there we are. If God can love me despite those things that I know, think I know, think I might know, but God does know, then maybe that makes me holy simply as a creation of God himself. So it is important for me to tell myself every day, God loves me, otherwise I shall forget. And then, red diggers or not, I have no chance at all to be holy. Amen. Let us affirm our faith in the words of the Creed taken from the Book of Common Prayer. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of the Father. And he shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life, who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe one Catholic and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your church in the world. We pray for our archbishops, Justin and Stephen. We thank you for the installation, the formal installation of Stephen Cottrell as Archbishop of York. And we pray for your blessing upon his ministry among us. We pray for our own bishops, thinking especially at this time of Jonathan of Lynn, uh, who is preparing for his retirement. And we just ask that he and his family and all around him adjust to this new season in their lives. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we do pray for our country. Uh, we recognise that there are many people now who are under special restrictions, who will feel the pressure and the burdens of all the efforts which are being made to combat coronavirus. Lord, we pray particularly for those trying desperately to run business, to be fair to their employees, and we ask your support and help and loving kindness towards them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray for our families, 
who may be near or far. We pray, Lord, that you will keep them safe, that we will be able to talk to them and, wherever possible, see them. But know, Lord, that we ask you to protect them. Lord Jesus Christ, you came and walked among us and healed the sick. And so we bring to you, Lord, those who are on our hearts and minds, who we know to be ill, whether in mind or body, or spirit, and in a moment of quiet, we think about them and bring them to you now. Lord, we pray in addition for those known to us in our benefice, particularly Jill Smith, uh, recovering from an operation. We pray, Lord, for all those who have been affected by the COVID virus and now this new long COVID illness, we ask you to walk with them and let them know your tender and your healing touch. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for those we have seen and walked with and lived with and loved and who are now at peace and at rest with you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Uh, just a few words about the next two Sundays. Uh, next Sunday is Sunday the 1st of November, which is All Saints Day. The morning services will be held in uh, Burnham Thorpe, All Saints Church, uh, as usual. Uh, but in addition, there is a service at uh, 6.30 in the evening at Sutton Church, which is a service of thanksgiving and remembrance for the departed. Um, because of the COVID restrictions and the restrictions on uh, numbers, I have, as always, written to those people for whom I've taken a funeral uh, in the last 12 months or so and personally invited them to this service. Um, usually the service is open to all, uh, but in this case, to be sure that we uh, do have proper social distancing, I am requesting actually that this service be by invitation only. Uh, if you particularly want to attend it, um, just get in touch, please. The following Sunday, Sunday the 8th of November, is Remembrance Sunday. And there will be a service at Burnham Westgate uh, for Remembrance Sunday at 10.45. 10.45, please note the um, different time. Uh, this, again, in order to observe social distancing, will be a service, actually, that's uh, by ticket only, by ticket um, so please do um, be in touch with me either by email 
or by telephone. I think telephone better on the landline 01328 259316 uh, when I will issue with a ticket. They're free, of course, but I do need to be sure that uh, uh, we do not exceed the numbers that the church can uh, easily accommodate. Um, those of you who are laying wreaths will have seats reserved for you in any case in the chancel. Um, so this, this note really is for those of you who want to attend.